Hi, this is Erica Dyer with Incoherent Ramblings of a Crazy Bitch, back with my friend Nick. How's it going, Nick? It's going good. It's going good. Finally got over well, past Valentine's. We're, we're in the clear. I know. I think we're in the clear. I, think I know. Okay. I'm so happy. So happy. And my motherfucking kid, man, he comes home and he's showing me all this shit that he got his girlfriend, right? And I'm like, well... Oh, God, he got her flowers, he got her this, he got her that. And then he's like, oh, I got to run back to the store because um, I forgot to get something. I said, well, you know, I like flowers, too. I mean, he still never brought me anything, that little fucker. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking kids, man. <laughs> little asshole. Uh, God. Speaking of Valentine's, we didn't get any goddamn stories from anybody. Um, remember to email us, ericadyerpodcast at gmail.com. We need I your, can't we, believe that. Yeah, I know. We, we need your stories, your comments, your tips, your 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 life your life lessons, anything. We'll take it. We do. Interactions with Nick or myself. I I just I'm stunned because just last weekend I was filming a movie in California, Bring Me a Skin for Dancing in. And while there, there was this guy and he's like uh your name's Erica. And I said, yeah, I'm Erica Dyer. And he goes, oh, I listened to your podcast. And I go, incoherent ramblings of a crazy bitch. And, you know, we shook hands and said hi and all that. He's probably on my Facebook. And uh, I'm like, oh, so you're one of my 40 subscribers? <laughs> but, yeah, he didn't even write in. He could have wrote in and said he met me. Oh, good Lord. I don't know where people are. You tell us stories. Well, anyways, how was how, how was that uh, that shoot that shoot go well? It did, it did. Um, my turnaround time to California is what made it so rough because there's a four hour time difference, I believe it is for me, and um, so I flew in on a Friday. Um, so I get there and it's, gosh, it says it's only like seven o'clock, and uh, I got an Airbnb and. I was trying to do it more cheaply because I was only going to be there a couple days. And so the Airbnb that I got was um, one that had a shared bathroom. Oh, dear God. Because it had three bedrooms and each bedroom could have two, a couple in it. And then there was one shared bathroom. No, thank you. It was a fucking disgusting bathroom. I actually took pictures. Um, I'm not going to complain because, you know, Fuck, I'm the one that chose to share with these other people. So, um, at my age, the hostile environment, because that's what my son said I kind of described to him as what it would be like staying at a hostel, is just not me. You know, <laughs> with strangers, we all share a bathroom, you know, nah. No, not me, not me. So I'll have to keep that in mind for next time. But I got there about seven and the homeowner, uh, she messaged me and said that they were having a Valentine's party, live band, music, you know, all that stuff uh, that night. And she invited me. But shit, it was like 11 o'clock our time here. And by the time I got settled in and unpacked, uh, decided, you know, put my outfit out for filming the next day. I'm like, fuck, it's like midnight back home. I'm ready for bed. I can't handle this. So I went straight to bed. Next day, got up, 
got ready for this movie. Um, didn't fucking eat all day because I didn't feel like ordering in. I didn't feel like going anywhere. Um, my body, you know, just that fucking jet lag, man. I know you felt that before. Shit fucks you up. Went oh, yeah. and filmed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it does. Because, like, you know, you'll you'll get up at your normal time or whatever. And, it, you know, it's like 10 or 10 or 10, 30, 11 or whatever. And um, it's really like 8, eight or like 7 yeah. in the morning. <laughs> like, yeah. Nobody's awake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. So I filmed the next day. Um, that was fun. Filled with uh, filmed with Vernon Wells and some others. Um, great time. Um, and then I had to catch a flight like at you know seven o'clock the next morning. So I went right back to my room and uh, went to bed. And then the next morning, I didn't know where the hallway light was. So I'm like trying to carry my suitcase in the pitch black down these stairs so i don't like crack my head open on their gosh darn uh foyer but uh hopped on a plane and flew back on sunday so yeah i flew in friday night flew back out sunday morning yeah yeah and then i just couldn't i collapsed when i got home i'm like my god i feel like i'm dying so yeah and, and, and i assume you're, you're you're going through lax and like fuck that airport yep 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 <laughs> lax you know it's I and I don't know why I keep going through LAX um because yeah when they dropped me off for some reason they had the plane that I was coming back home on flying out of international flights and so they dropped me off over at American the shuttle did which is where you would expect it to be yeah, coming domestic, yeah, yeah. no I had to hoof it all the way and i'm like near tears because i don't want to miss my flight and i'm like i can't find my my gate and they look at it and they're like well that's international you got to go clear down there and uh yeah so then i get down there and finally ask somebody she goes okay you got to go to the this right hand side go up the escalator go through security i'm like thank you so much so i get to the escalator and this dude's like can I see your ticket? And I show him and he's like, oh no, you got to be on the other side because I had TSA pre-check. He goes, TSA pre-check is on the other side. And I'm like, oh good Lord, I just went out of this goddamn airport. I can't, I can't handle this shit. Oh, oh God. You yeah. need to, you, okay, if, if you're going, if you're going to California a lot, <laughs> fly into, I think it's, I think it's like, it's, it's, it's the Orange County airport. It's like, like fucking Clint Eastwood Airport or some <laughs> bullshit like that. I forget Ooh. what it's called, but it's like okay. it's like um, the distinction. I think the letters are S and A when you uh, when you put it into. Um, okay. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. It's John Wayne Airport. John it's Wayne John Airport. Wayne, yeah. Okay. It's small. It's in Orange County, um, but you'll. I mean, it's probably a little bit more expensive to fly in, but at least it's not ridiculous to get in and out of. It's, yeah, yeah, it's 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 way better. I mean, I I seriously was about to cry. I'm like, here, go here. This is your terminal. No, you got to go here. Oh no, you go this way. Oh no, you go that way. I'm like, my God, they're never gonna let me leave. There are there okay, at the John Wayne Airport. There are probably like probably ten gates at the very most. Oh, okay. So that's kind of like we are here, our yeah, little airport. Yeah, there's like 
It's like, yeah, there's probably two terminals and like 10 gates. Like, it's not that, it's not that big. Okay. <laughs> I've flown, because like, my family's really close by, like they're 10 minutes away from there. So they're just like, oh, flying into that one, you know, and I have to, and I, have to, and I, and I did it one time and I was like, this is fucking wonderful. There's nobody here. Easy as hell to like, get, you know, get, you know, for somebody to come pick me up oh, nicely. Not having to, you know, like, you know, cross run, the, yeah, run across <laughs> the lanes and get hit by a bus and or limo and, um, you know, and having traffic, you know, the whole thing. It was really nice. I was like, geez, I'm going to fly into here from now on. Shit. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. Take one of those damn shuttle things that make you feel like you want to vomit as it zoops around the corners and you're like, my God. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. That was in that was in Houston because that was my connection was in Houston and of course you know I had to change terminals because my fucking gate was on the other side and take one of those damn zippy things. It was oh yeah, terrible. The, the little the little trams to get through the airport. Yeah, Atlanta Atlanta has that and it goes from A to A to D or A to E. Yep. I forget. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and see, I thought Atlanta's was bad. Oh, no, this one that they had in Houston, my God, because it's Atlanta's at least is mostly straight. You just start, stop, start, stop really fast. Yeah. This one in Houston, man, it was going around these curves like a roller coaster. You're going around all these curves and man, yeah, I don't know how I didn't fall. I had yeah. some guy holding my back. He's like, I'll hold you up because I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to fly off. I think I was holding on to some girl because I'm like, there was no, no, nothing for me to hold on to. And I'm like, sweetheart, I'm going to hold on to you. And then this guy behind me, this old guy, he's like, and I'll hold on to you. We'll get you there. I'm like, oh, you're so nice. I just want to get out of California. <laughs> get out of Houston. Get out of California. Go home. Oh, Lord. But, yes, yeah, so that was fun. That was fun. And then, uh, actually, that wasn't last weekend. That was two weekends ago because just recently, just this past weekend, I uh, had my, how they said a night of elegance is what they tried to rename it. But in the past, they always called it the adult prom. And it always took place at... Um, like one of the bars and then since one of my girlfriends and her husband now own uh, a reception hall they moved it over there so went to that um nice yep uh kind of depressing i had to like try three different outfits to find something that was dressy enough for a prom that i could fit into my god i, I was i was about ready to give up on going because i'm getting that odd shape i still it's like i've lost weight but i've lost it like in my chest not my ass so like this one dress which was gorgeous it fit perfectly waist wise like the bottom half but the top half i'm like all gappy and shit i must have lost like a cup size i guess uh god oh well oh well but the party was fun it was all you could drink um That's you know i know uh, <laughs> tell me about it. tell me about it because there weren't that many people there either and so we were pretty much just running around drinking kind of like the parties back in the day and uh i know i shouldn't do shots I know I should not do shots. That That's just a, a given for me. No shots, Erica. And yet, we're at this, this event, 
And my one friend wanted to do a shot. And I was like, okay, I'll go ahead and do one. And she wanted to do a shot of black cherry vodka. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'm like, ooh, that wasn't very good. But okay, one shot won't kill me. And then a little bit later, um, we did a shot of, what the fuck else did we do a shot of? Uh, oh, God, my, I'm starting to like feel it now. Um, <laughs> fireball. She oh, wanted to do a shot of oh, Fireball. Oh, oh, oh. So in, in between here, I'm drinking rum punch. And uh, yeah, then another friend wanted to do a berry bomb. <laughs> and then a little bit later, this was the last shot, um, a banana liquor, liqueur, or whatever was t- it was, is. Was Tipsy bartender there doing, <laughs> doing fucking bartending for you? I'm like... What, what the like. fuck it's kind all, of mixture? It's all, it's all sweet stuff and like bombs and shots. Like that's all the and, shit he does. And see, that's the thing. I don't drink the sweet stuff anymore. I will captain. Um, I could drink a bourbon. I can drink your whiskeys. I can drink your your colored hard liquors. But drinking that sweet sugary shit, it tears my stomach up. Yeah, so. It, 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 it's bad for you. Um, actually, yeah, man. Um, when me and the guys from the podcast uh, went to New Orleans one time for WrestleMania, we did a what was it? It was a drunk. It was a haunted uh, drinking tour. And so, oh, that like, sounds it, fun. It was yeah. It was in New Orleans. We kept doing like you know like these these sweet. They keep giving us these sweet drinks because like that's the tourist shit there. So Kendo, who was there with us and who was that was his first trip with us. Uh, he kept taking them. He was like, you know, I want to get drunk. I want to drink whatever this and the other. And he would drink. We got, he also drank more when we got back to the room. Like, it was bad. So <laughs> we're getting up one, one night to go use the bathroom. And I hear, and I, I hear him, like, just all, all of a sudden get up and get, you know, get on his hands. Like, he's doing a push-up. And there's just, like, this <laughs> column of liquid coming out of him. Oh, like, oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. And I just, I, I, th- I throw him the paper towels. I'm just like, here you go, buddy. He's like, thanks. And then just, like, flops back down. I'm just like, oh, God. Oh God, yeah, I uh, all that sugary shit. Have you ever had um morning recovery? No, have you ever tried it? No, I've not tried it. Okay, so have you heard of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so I've tried it, and actually, it really does help because when I used to drink um before, and then I quit for many years, and then started again. But when I used to drink before, I would get. A hangover so bad the next day it would actually transition to more of a migraine because of the dehydration the constant vomiting the pressure on my head from leaning down shit like that morning recovery uh i still can feel it the next day i might still get sick the next day but the the Everything is less. I'm just very tired. So I took a morning recovery before I went out. And when I got home, um, I don't think I threw up when I got home. But I did throw up. But I don't think I threw up when I got home. So when I got home, it was only like 11 o'clock, right? So I uh, um, had my morning recovery. I had stopped drinking. You know, had a little bit to eat. And... uh, I went to bed. Well, I woke up the next morning to my one son. I guess he was locked out of the house. And uh, 
I said, I said, did your brother let you in? He goes, he goes, no, I crawled in the window because there's this one really tiny window that uh, he crawled in. And I said, well, you should have knocked on my bedroom window. And he goes, mom, I did. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, he goes, I thought you'd hear me because Xerxes, my one cat, came to the window and was looking out. Of the window, I'm like, eh, no. And the window was like right there at my bed. So, oh, well. But I got up the next morning, and this is terrible. You, you'll you never want to know this, but I'm going to tell you anyways. So I got up the next morning, and I'm, I went pee in that, and I'm standing there. And I actually am thinking, I don't feel so bad. You know, my stomach is upset, but I knew it was going to be upset because of all that sugary shit that I drank. And uh, um, I was like, man. I think I'll feel better if I throw up. And I started feeling it come, right? Well, I don't like to bend over the toilet. And I'm old. I don't like to get down on my hands and knees in front of the toilet. And in my... I don't have the most common sense of everybody I've met. but So my bathroom sink, it has... um, It's missing like the the drain thing, the plug thing. So it's really just like a hole. And so I threw up in the bathroom sink and I'm like, okay, this will be okay. And fucking wouldn't go down because I had eaten like raw carrots and there were green beans. And it was like this sink full of fucking vomit, right? And I'm like, well, it'll drain. I'll rinse it later. And I lay back down. I get back up a little bit later and I try to rinse it out with water. And it won't go down. It's still there. So we had this Drano and I got this whole thing of Drano and I poured it out there. I'm like, okay, I'll let that lay sit for a little bit and I'll go lay down. And uh, got up later and it was still sitting there. So I'm like, okay, well, can you plunge a bathroom sink? So I took the plunger and I'm like trying to plunge this bathroom sink. And it like brought more food up out of the drain, but it still didn't go down. It's just like sitting there. And then I'm like, I don't know what the fuck to do. Well, now my kids are up, right? They got to use the bathroom. And of course, there's Conrad. Like the sink is full of your vomit. And Zachary's like, what is the green stuff? I'm like, oh, I think that's green beans. <laughs> I'm like how fucking humiliating. It wasn't until um, like three o'clock Sunday afternoon that I was able to get the sink unclogged because I kept going in there and trying to think of different things to get it to go down. And uh, I had a wire coat hanger because I told them, I said, what was probably happening is the food I ate was heavy enough. It probably is like sitting there and the water can't push it up over. You know how drains are. They do that loop thing under the sink instead of just going straight down. And so I stretched out a wire coat hanger and I shoved it down in there and we put another thing, a Drano and I got the sink unclogged. But yeah, I was like, my God, Erica, that was not bright at all. <laughs> That's incredibly disgusting. <laughs> no, you want to know. You want to know something that's even more disgusting. Oh, so that made me think of my son has told me before. Um, <laughs> this was when I had accidentally taken I was taking my makeup off at the kitchen table and there was uh, I had my the wipes that I used to take my 
my makeup off on the table and I'm talking to my son there at the kitchen and I I grab a wipe and I'm wiping my face off and I'm like my god my face really stings that stuff really took my my makeup off and Zachary goes are you sure you didn't grab the Lysol wipes because they're laying there too I'm like, oh, oh, I think I might have because my face really fucking stung, man. It like took off a top layer of skin. So, and he goes, you know, my friends always think you're so smart. And I am. I'm like, I'm one of those people that intelligence, I am intelligent. But when it comes to common sense, I have no fucking common sense at all. I'm just like my mother. Um. I moved into my house. God, this this is one that's really going to disgust you. I'll never date again after this, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> As if that's on the horizon, right? So, I moved in to my house, was it in 2010? I think it was, it was, it was like the summer of 2010. And uh, shortly after I moved in, my basement flooded with raw sewage right um (laughs) well my my friend kathy she sent her dad over so her dad came over with a pair of waiters he goes down in my basement so he's standing there with these boots on these waiters on right and my older son decided he wanted to go down there too. Of course, he doesn't have anything to put on his feet. He's down there barefoot walking in this basement. And it was almost up to our knees. And uh, there's Conrad sitting on the steps. There's poop. There's poop. Like there's shit floating around. There's tampons floating around. There's everything that had been flushed floating around. So her dad's like, well, I can't fix this. You're going to have to call like Roto-Rooter or whatever. I'm like, okay, this is humiliating. But I told the kids, I'm like, okay, well, we can't use either one of the toilets because they both flush to the same thing. And obviously they're just going to come back up. Well, come to find out, because I called Roto-Rooter and they sent this little old guy, sweetheart, came out, right? So... Ever since I was little and had hit puberty, my dad used to always get super pissed at me and yell at me, don't flush your feminine items. And I'm like, I'm not. Well, in my intelligence, tampons can be in a plastic applicator or a paper applicator, which is flushable. I thought the tampon itself was flushable. I've been flushing fucking tampons for like 25, 30 fucking years. Oh my God. And my dad would get so pissed at me. And it wasn't until then, that moment, Kathy's dad waiting, waiting down in my shit and my tampons. I'm like, huh, that's what my dad was talking about. <laughs> Damn! Oh man, <laughs> that that reminds me of of this the, my my uh, my last apartment before I got my new place. Um, it was it was like October. It was like yeah, in October of twenty nineteen. Um, I I, w- I woke up one morning to uh to use um 
to use the bathroom. Like, like I woke up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom, and all of a sudden I see like my my uh, my tub is full of water, oh. and my toilet's like full as well, and it w- it won't um, it won't flush. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then all of a sudden, somebody takes a shower on like the floor above me, and everything oh, starts no. to flood. And so, like, no. this this not being the best apartment complex, I called the people and kept leaving a message, leaving a message, leaving a message. And then, and then, like, you know, I, I could hear people upstairs doing their laundry and taking a shower and using the bathroom and everything. And everything just started to fucking flood, and I was just like, oh, this is goddamn disgusting. I wanted to throw up. Mm. And they just guess it was just getting worse and worse and worse, and. um and like it was a shitty apartment because like the bathroom, uh, there was only one. It was a, it was a one bedroom, one bathroom, and the bathroom was like right next to the closet. So like there was a layer of carpet underneath that went to the closet, and everything got ruined in the in the closet as well. Oh, I'm sure. So it was just fucking terrifying. And like I, you know, and I, I kept calling the apartment complex because I was uh, I had gone to a friend's house for a day or two just kind of like get a shower and like be a human for a minute. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we cleaned it, we cleaned it, we cleaned it. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's it's done. We figured out the problem. I was just like, I'm like, oh god. Apparently, what happened is like, there's a pipe. There was a pipe outside the, because um, I was at the bottom of the of the apartment complex. There was a pipe down there in between both, um, both complexes that you know becomes into I guess a Y shape that goes into one one pipe. Mm-hmm. I think you could tell where they had like gotten the jackhammer, drilled it, replaced the pipe or something, or unclogged it, and then put and then put some in back over it. Mm. And I was like, that's that's fucked up. Because uh, it was clogged all the way back that way. Oh, God. Yeah, it was fucking terrible. And so, like, they, they didn't really clean anything. My bathroom was still, like, in fucking tatters, man. I had to put on a mask and oh. and just kind of, like, put everything in a trash can and put it the fuck outside. I was like, this is terrible. And I had to go through my, my closet and get all, all the clothes and everything that, had, um, that were just bad and put them in a trash can and fucking... Whatever. See, they should have paid somebody to clean up. I agree, and I was trying to get like insurance and things to go through. I got, I, I, I did the insurance thing, but still, like, there, it was a shitty apartment complex where, like, I'm not trying to be an asshole, but like, none of the workers spoke English. They spoke, mm. they spoke uh, Spanish, they spoke Japanese, and they spoke like German, or sorry, no Russian. And it was like none of them ever spoke complete English, and it was like terrible to communicate with them. Um, they eventually got a company to come in and put in one of those like humidifiers or dehumidifiers to get all the fucking moisture out of the wall and out of the carpet. Mm. They vacuumed everything up. They put new padding underneath wherever it had like you know gotten bad. Um, and they and like I and I, I came back after they were done doing that and they shoved my entire they had taken my bed my entire bed apart and shoved it against one wall. So it was it was apart and everything else was like in disarray and I was so pissed off I was like I'm moving the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> the mm. first chance I get, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Um, but yeah, it was it was a terrible experience. Like I was like, <laughs> I was, um, it, it was it was terrible because for the next I think six months, whenever I heard a flush from the upstairs <laughs> thing at night, I immediately freaked out. It's that bad. Where like I would wake up out of dead sleep and just be like, just waiting for it to like go all the way down and making sure it didn't go into my my fucking tub or something. Oh no shit! Because could you imagine if it would have like came onto the the your bedroom and like you step down like it flooded uh, enough yeah well i mean that's what that's what happened the first time that's what happened the first time it came oh the god bathroom and like into the into a little bit into the fucking carpet and the and the padding it was terrible at least at my house it was our own sewage 
<laughs> God forbid it's, it's yeah. the neighbors. Oh, yeah. shit. But, I mean, yeah, there were constant problems in that fucking bathroom in that apartment. Like, I, I'm just very, very happy to not be there anymore. Oh, I uh, bet. I yeah, bet. It was constant, constant problems. Mm. Always calling the repair people and trying to get them to, to fix something. And like, you could tell, you, and, like, you, you could see where they had, like, done the patchwork before, and this is just, like, the patch is done. They had to put a new patch on it. Yeah. They didn't actually fix anything. They just get patching shit. Oh, I so, hate that. That's that's basically what it was. Like you, you you could see where they had like where they're the the problem has come back and they have to like cut out the patch mm -hmm. and put in a new one. You can just tell. Instead of just doing it right the first time. Yeah. It was yeah. Like, it was it was terrible and I was just kinda like, Yep, yeah, first chance I get, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Yep. No, don't blame you there. Don't blame you there. But I know what you're saying where it's like you get that tear when you flush the toilet or you and it doesn't go down right away and you kind of see it and that water's rising or... <laughs> I hate that too. I hate that too because I'm just like... Huh. No, what's bad is my one son. Oh my God. This is terrible. We'll plunge the toilet because like... If he has to plunge the toilet, I'll hear him in there. And he doesn't, the way that most plungers work, you're you're supposed to like press the air down. You're doing it hard enough. You got that air pressure. You're press. it's the air that's pushing it down. No, he's in there like he's like, you hear splash, 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 splash like he's like, he's just like shaking the shit around in the toilet with the oh. plunger there's there's sprinkling water everywhere i'm like what the fuck are you doing you don't have to do it like that because you're obviously not doing anything to the clog itself you have oh my god i can't believe i have to show my adult child how to plunge a toilet but yeah yeah <laughs> yeah it's just like mm -mm. No, well, well, yeah, well, yeah. Thanks for everybody listening to our tourist section about <laughs> shit. Thank you for that. Ah, <laughs> uh, see what you're missing when you guys don't give us stuff to talk about. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> they need to. They need to now. Hopefully, hopefully, next week be a little more exciting because once again I'm running off to film another movie. I swear to God, these movies will start coming out. I swear to God, they are. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I have no control over that. I may even be cut from them. I don't know. <laughs> Jeez. I, I, I really hope not. The, some of the effort you put into, some of the effort that takes to, you know, for you to get to the places and do the stuff and everything. Jeez, I hope I not, know. man. I actually thought I was going to be able to be an extra in, like, um, a mainstream movie there was one filming over in central illinois and the casting director you know i had did uh it was a casting company we're looking for background extras you'd get paid a little bit more if you brought your car and they gave the dates it was like a two-week period that they're filming they asked what dates you're available and i gave them my dates and i got an email and uh they asked if I was interested in coming in for one of the days for 12 hours. Uh, as a matter of fact, it was today. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'll come in. And they want, they asked a few questions, what kind of car, blah, blah, blah. And uh, they said, where do you live? And I said, well, Indiana, they wouldn't take me. I'm like, motherfuckers, I pay to be in fucking movies. All I got to do for yours is show up. 
let me let me no we're only taking people that are local and i'm like well that fucking sucks and then the next day um i got like another email from them hey are you available for these two days and i'm like well now i'm confused do you want me or don't you and then the girl's like oh i'm sorry no only central i said because you don't have to pay me um fuck you don't have to pay me anything i'll do it for free you know as long as I don't have to pay out of pocket. Uh, but no, they wouldn't take me. I thought I was going to be able to be in a mainstream movie. That was, I think it was going to be on the Hallmark Channel or something like that. But they wouldn't take me. I can't, can't. Just like, just like my, my fucking sex life. I can't give the shit away for free. Oh, I have to, I have to start paying somebody. To fuck oh, me. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> oh man. Well, I've 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 got some good-looking friends in Atlanta. If you ever if you ever need a good time, they're um they're clean and they they're, they're cheap, so. <laughs> oh, good lord. Maybe so. I keep telling myself I'm not going to make it to my 50th birthday. Don't do it, Erica. Why are you doing that to yourself? But then I look at some of the guys out there and I'm like, "Eh." Although, did meet a cute guy this weekend. I did. Oh. He was cute. He was in his 30s, though. Uh, uh, late 30s. Actually, no, he might be in his 40s now. Because he graduated the same high school I did, I think, in 2000. So... I don't know. I can't do the math. Yeah, that would. Yeah, that would be. That would be. Yeah, that'd be. That'd be in his forties for sure. So I was like, very nice. He was fun. He was partying with everybody. But then he said he had five kids, and I'm like, I must have got this look on my face, like, oh, <laughs> oh, five kids, because he goes, I really love my my kids. I said, yeah, but you got five. He's like, yeah. I'm like, oh, nice to meet you. <laughs> Wow, five, five, jeez, kids, good for him for being so fertile. But yeah, apparently, <laughs> apparently yeah. Mm. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it's on five. Hopefully, it's on five different wives as well. Hopefully, it's all from <laughs> one woman or at least the two of them. You know, because that, that's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. that is a lot of kids. Although I did go graduate with a guy who came from a family of twelve children. Yeah, they were Catholic, and uh, his oldest brother was my dad's age like the parents were very hardcore catholic so they had tons of children but that's okay and now i'm trying to rescue another fucking cat oh gosh. so this cat showed up on my porch the other day um mangled face i think it's it when I first looked at it, I noticed like it had blood across the top of the eye. It had a flap of skin below its left eye. And I swear to God, it looked like this black hole looking back at me. And I'm like, oh, oh dear God, it's like that Stephen King movie, Pet Cemetery, where that fucking cat shows up on your porch. <laughs> oh, my God. And I was like, oh, that cat got in a fight. That poor baby. So, uh, well, of course, you know, I've been feeding it and it keeps coming back and it sits like <laughs> it'll sit on my front steps or sit in front of our door for me to come feed it. So every time we go up to the door, it's like, oh, God, that cat is there again. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, 
Oh, you. It's this terrifying, ugly thing. It's like, oh, okay. It's just, it's just a cat. <laughs> yeah. I swear to God, it looks, it looks like it was dead and like, yeah, it was sad. Now, if I could catch it, I will uh, take it to the vet. Conrad's like, we got our own pets. Why are you out there feeding this cat? I said, because that's sad. That, that poor cat's missing like his fucking eye, man. <laughs> that's gross. I said, he's going to get like maggots in it if I don't catch him. Now that it's starting to get warm out. Oh, God. I was actually laying on my porch earlier today, like straight up laying on my porch with a, uh, I've been feeding them every day, twice a day for the last about five days. And uh, he came out and was eating. Uh, it's just as soon as I move, he runs off. He hisses and then runs off. You're going to have to get like food in one of those carriers or something and trap them in it or something and, uh, yeah. and take them off to the vet or, or whatever. And, I yeah. went and I bought a fucking kennel thing tonight. I'm going to start <laughs> trying to put the, I know, like I don't have my own shit. <laughs> like I can't pay a bill. Oh, that reminds me. That reminds me. Okay, so we're done with the cat because I got to tell you this. Okay. The IRS thing has been taken care of. So oh, now finally. it's Dyer Group LLC. So you're going to shit about this. So the lawyer that was, uh, he did the addendum on the land contract for that building I'm selling. And I had asked him, hey, could you look at this? I said, uh, with my company, I have it, you know, set up with the federal government as an LLC. State looks at it as incorporated. They've been audited every year for like the last seven eight years lost count blah blah blah. i said is there any way you could look at it for me and uh he's like yeah 15 minutes later it was fixed i got the conversion <laughs> papers <laughs> i got the conversion papers from the state of indiana they were like this has now been converted to an llc oh, and i'm God. like how much do i owe you he goes i'll invoice you and i'm like I can't believe I put that shit off for all these. That really pisses me off. Well, hopefully, hopefully now it's correct, and there will will be no more auditing. You won't get you know those those nice, you know, letters from the IRS saying, "Hey, we're gonna we we gotta look at your paperwork again for the eighth time now." I don't know. See, now they're probably gonna be mad at me because I'm taking them to court over that that uh that additional fee they want to charge me. <laughs> I am like poking the bear here, and I don't know why. Yeah, I should just—it's yeah, really, like five hundred dollars. I should just pay it. I'm sorry. Please leave me alone now. Jeez, oh, it's the point. <laughs> but, but you like poking the bear. That's who you are. You like poking the bear. It's I fine. It's do. fine. I do. I do it. I don't know why. Like well, the, just you know, just be careful because the IRS agents now and now 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 they pack heat. You know, so be oh, careful. Oh, that's so stupid. <laughs> that would be my fucking luck. They show up on my fucking doorstep with a gun. Of course, this is yeah. Indiana. Both my kids have guns. They would be like, "Yeah, we got guns too." <laughs> what are you doing here? Fuck! Even even my sister has a gun. She has a concealed to carry. I think I'm the only one that doesn't. To be honest. I'd probably shoot myself in the foot or something. I doubt that. <laughs> I doubt that. I got enough people around me that can protect me, I guess. All right. Well, I'm going to North Carolina then um, to film They Are Here. 
this coming weekend and then the weekend after that, I will be out in Long Island, New York filming Amy DeVille Turkey Day. So Long Island, New York. I've long I've I, I I've just I, I've never been out there. I've I've heard really? I've heard things. I've heard it's things. Pretty. I've heard things. I've I've heard it's it's the poor man's um, Hamptons. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was pretty, but yeah, yeah, the Hamptons are there. And I will tell you, when I flew into um, their airport, there there was uh, this really rich couple that were probably headed to the Hamptons. But yeah, this really rich couple that were waiting for their vehicle, and I knew they were rich as soon as the vehicle pulled up. It was like one of those black Lincoln Town cars, extended, driver gets out. It was like, oh, very lovely meeting you. How are you today? (laughs) Oh, no, I'm not from around here. I'm just visiting. Yeah, they have they they have they they have they have Don Perignon and like fucking caviar in the back seat. I was like, I was like, oh, oh, I should have dressed a little better, I guess. (laughs) Oh well, because I'm usually wearing pajamas when I fly, because I don't give a shit. (laughs) Oh god. Oh god, yeah. I, I always, I always see, I always see that with with uh, with some people. Like they'll have they'll have straight up fucking PJs when they fly and like flip flops to walk through a security. I'm like, good for you for kind of preparing, <laughs> and not and not giving a shit. Yep. Oh, yep. God. I wear a sports bra, so there isn't even any underwire to set that damn thing off. You ain't stopping oh, me. Just let me through. But uh, it always cracks me up the the women that you see that are like dressed to the nines and heels and shit. I tried that once when Jen and I, uh, Jen, Kathy, and I went to Mexico. I wore heels through the airport, and my fucking feet have never recovered. I think <laughs> God, I had blisters so bad, so fucking bad. Oh man, uh, yeah, I, yeah, no, yeah. When when I go to the airport, I yeah, I try to be as comfortable as possible. I'll wear my my crappy shorts, a, a loose-fitting T-shirt, my comfortable mm-hmm. like slip-on shoes, and yep. just like fucking roll through. Um, the thing I hate is like I always carry my computer and my iPad and shit with me, so it's like you know they're like and they bark at they bark at you like take all your electronics and put them in separate bins. I'm like, Sh- shut up! I know this. Just mm-hmm. quit yelling at me. Um, and you know you have to put like and so, so like because of because of me being who I am and like the computer, the iPad, and like the other bullshit I have, I have like four bins for all of my shit, <laughs> including my shoes. Um, and, you know, like they'll all have to go through. It takes forever for them to go through. Then I'm like hopping around at the end trying to get my shoes on, my belt on, and my pants up, and everything in my backpack so I can go fucking you know get to my flight. Oh God! Uh, Why the rest of your shit's coming out and yeah. you know <laughs> banging into everything out and people trying to grab their stuff behind yours. Yeah, 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 and like you know, they'll the the like the backpack I carry will go through. Like they'll, they'll, they'll I'll see it getting like go go back, you know, back and forth. The <laughs> yes. machine. I'm like, so there's nothing important in there. Just batteries and other bullshit and wires and charging cables and shit. Back and Jeez, forth. Just, uh, just, just, just let it let it fucking go. Yep. There was once I I did get checked. Well, I've been checked a couple times, but. Uh, the friend that I was traveling with, she had got coffee, uh, ground coffee for her brother, oh, and shit. it wouldn't fit in her bag. So we just put it in my backpack, and it went through, and um, 
they pulled it to check it and I'm laughing. I'm like, ha ha ha. That'd be funny if it was that coffee. And it was. It was something with the <laughs> the smell it set off their sensor or whatever. I don't know. I'm like, what the fuck kind of coffee did you get? <laughs> Well, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, do you remember Beverly Hills Cop 1 with, with the coffee? No. Okay, there's a whole scene where like um these these guys have these guys have transported, you know, coffee th- this package of coffee to uh some some guy in LA and he opens it up and like in between the coffee is cocaine. Oh, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah, they check the coffee. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what it is because like that's a, that's an old school like 80s like movie trope and shit like that. That's probably what they did. They checked it thoroughly for like, you know, substances yeah it was just like a big i don't know three four pound bag of coffee she put in my bag yeah they're they're making sure there isn't you know like any any cocaine or heroin well inside you know we were coming back from jamaica too so (laughs) i did (laughs) i forgot about that part but yeah we were well there we were coming back from jamaica also i mean like why are they and like that's another thing is like they should not be looking for fucking weed i'm sorry but that's ridiculous i don't know i don't know why that's in, like even even if you bring a bag back, like come like who who are you hurting with? Who are you hurting with fucking bringing back weed? Honestly, I think who are you hurting with that? It's probably who's more, gonna get hurt by smoking a fucking joint. It's probably more like you're not getting legal drugs like pain pills and shit that they can tax. I don't know. Pain. I think I think pain pills are worse for you than. Oh, than they are. Marijuana. They yeah. are. But see, those are regulated, and it it it's actually business generating. Where that's true. That's you know. true. Because if you that's think about true. it, um, like peyote and a lot of the the things that they say are illegal are natural to the environment. Um, yeah. And yeah, it's because people can't make money off of it, really. You know, well, not the yep. not the kind of money they can make from like oxy and shit like that. Yeah, yeah, and get people addicted and cause problems and all that other bullshit. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. So I am gonna be traveling again um, next couple weeks, and so hopefully we'll have some some more to talk about, and hopefully somebody will write in and give us stories, comments. Nick sightings. Come on. I know you guys are out there. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, just remember, Erica Dyer podcast at gmail.com. Uh, there's also an all an all links link in this episode, wherever you're listening to the podcast. that You can click on and find us on YouTube, on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, other places as well. So we're everywhere and you can leave comments on those things as well we'll read them too so you know um yeah anything and anything and everything would be nice you know we'd like some some comments some questions anything would be cool so we can read it on air because we always like listen we always like hearing from the fans of people who enjoy this uh podcast so yeah absolutely anything would be cool absolutely because that guy that i met he didn't say he enjoyed it he just said he listened so (laughs) it would be nice (laughs) if somebody said they enjoyed it (laughs) Oh, but yeah, I think yeah, I think that's it. Any 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 other no nope. any other closing remarks? Or whatever, we good? we good. Nope. Just keep an eye out for some of these upcoming movies. We will as soon as they start dropping. I swear to God, because I know you were involved in some movies too, weren't you? You weren't in them, but when there are a couple that you were gonna 
you were helping with or something? Aren't those coming? No. Out? Um. What was it? Uh. No. There's one. I there's one I helped shoot in 2019 that where they were still selling and okay. trying to get distribution for as well. I think it's. I think it's actually going to get shown at FrankenCon nice. in Tennessee, which is cool because um. They're actually dedicating. Uh, uh, they're actually. We become good friends with the guys running it, and we're always sharing their stuff. So like they're they're wanting to show our movie the full thing. So it's really cool because um. We don't have to pay. We don't have to pay for a viewing, and a lot of people will be there, so they'll hopefully come and watch it. So we, whenever the whenever the dates get closer, we can start yelling at everybody and being like, "Hey, come to this convention and watch our movie." Absolutely. So that'll be fun, and it's 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 also really hilarious because I I left Knoxville and I left that air, I left Tennessee to go film a movie, and now the movie I'm working on is going to get shown in Knoxville. <laughs> It's weird how those things work out. That is funny. That is funny. But yes, write in, everyone. And until next time, this is Erica and Nick with Incoherent Ramblings of a Crazy Bitch.